Yo, 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 what's going on? We black and we back. <laughs> flight, <laughs> I thought that was a typo. Flight Vintage, we got a special guest today. Y'all know the lovely, the beautiful Amber Jackson. Oh, thank you. Flight Girls, what's going on? So we're going to tap in. Y'all know, if y'all don't know, you know, Flight Girls is 50% of, you know, the whole store, Flight Vintage. So we do, you know, men's and we do women's pieces as well. Amber is the curator and operator of everything Flight Girls. So we brought her in today, you know, so she could talk talk that talk about what the females got going on. So what's up, Amber? How you doing? I feel good. Um, finally got me on here. Everyone finally was got asking. you on here. Yep. Everybody was asking. This is highly requested. You know, we had to get, you know, the um, the other owner of Flight on here so that she can, you know, spit some gems for y'all. So, you know, what's going on, Amber? How It's a new year. So how you feeling? You know, what's going on? What's the goals? What's the motto this year? Um, well, first and foremost, you guys like started talking about it like on the last podcast, but just like working on myself. Um, because if I'm performing well at my best, then I can put that much into the business. So just like really focusing on myself and, um, you know, image is everything. So just working on being a better person and just overall just putting goodness inside of me so that I can pour it right back into the business, you know? Definitely, definitely. What type of like, what type of goals do you have for Flight Girls this year? What's, what's the mission? What's on the agenda? The mission is, I mean, I feel like we've done a lot. We've been to a lot of places. I've worked with a lot of girls, but like, I still feel like there's so much more that needs to be done. Like, I feel like we've just like hit just like where we need to start going. Like, there's okay. so many other things that I want to do, like far as just like working with people outside the state, um, traveling more, um, just like just different things, you know, trying to tap into. So. For sure, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, like, Flight Girls, you got to tell me, obviously, you know, I know, but the people need to know, you know, um, how did Flight Girls start? You know, what was your what was your meaning behind starting Flight Girls? What was your mission behind, you know, Flight Girls? So when we first started Flight Vintage, it was 2017. Well, it was before 2017 because we've been, like, collecting forever. But we always, you know, we dedicated, you know, sports items things that catered to men and then when we opened the shop you know guys started coming in with their girlfriends and the girlfriends are like if they're not into the oversized look you know they want something more for them so it was only right like guys were coming in with their girlfriends and the girlfriends were like they would like what's in here but like they wanted something for them too so it was kind of just like it was kind of like a no-brainer like flight girls just like melted into the business and like it just made sense. So um, started, you know, taking men's oversized T-shirts and cutting them up, making a look for a girl. And, you know, custom work is so important because it is a one of one. Um, back in 2017, when we first started um, the girls page, there was like really only like two stores that I knew of, which was um, Frankie Collective and um, LF, which um, they're. There was an LF store in Connecticut, but then they closed down. So then, like, the only one-stop shop for all women's custom pieces is Flight Girls. So, like, it kind of just, like, meshed well, and it, it just happened organically. Definitely, definitely. And I feel like, like, female, the female market is, like, 
is big overall but you know females obviously i feel like shop a little bit more than males so you know any type of store should definitely always have like items for females um stuff that women like different you know different types of styles like you're very very good and and big on the rework uh like you said you'll take pieces and you know you'll redesign them you'll do custom like halter tops and bras and all types of different things and you know i just feel like what else to like the fashion game in general that needs to be up there as far as like women like what type of styles what type of what type of things do you see or that you're bringing to the table that you think the females are looking for when they go shopping um i think a lot of the fight girls customers like a lot of them just want stuff that you know they don't see on the next girl like that was my biggest thing like i'm from la so like i don't like seeing the same items on someone when you go to the club or when you go to the mall like i don't want what i have on and then i pop up and it's like another girl has the same exact thing so like with a rework like you know you're going to be the only girl with that item and that just like stands alone and then like you get so many questions like I, girls come in and they're like so many girls ask me about this top like and it's cool because it's like you feel good when you have something like exclusive, you know what I mean? So like definitely rework pieces is just is just where it's at. And there's a lot of girls getting it to getting into it now than before. Like like I said, in 2017, when I just first started like reworking, there was only a couple like online stores that I knew of that. And like I said, I'm from L.A. So like when you go to Melrose, it's like five stores on one, you know, one block of rework. Yeah. But like in Connecticut, like, you know, you can come here and you can get something custom. Yeah, definitely. There, there's really I haven't really seen, you know, a big female fashion presence in like you go to New York and you have your shops. But like as far as our area, like Connecticut, there's really like nothing that's kind of catering to females, you know, overall, whether it's streetwear rework vintage like a good variety of everything and i feel like that's definitely what you know you bring to the table and what flight girls is bringing to the table for sure yeah like you said i mean girls do a lot of shopping like a lot yeah that's just like a known fact and guys come in here too but sometimes guys will come in here and they'll get their girls you know pieces and it's like okay i got me something now i can get some for my girl and you can't go anywhere else in connecticut and say that Definitely. Or do that, you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Now, I wanted to tap into something with you. Um, obviously, you know, we carry Telfar here at the shop. And Telfar is like one of the most popular, you know, bags out there. What's your opinion on not just, you know, Telfar, but just designer bags in general and kind of how that lane is like going, what type of bags, what size bags, like what, what are the trends as far as like, you know, designer bags right now? Hmm. I think bags are all over the place because a lot of girls like last summer, everybody wanted the tiny bags and they're still in like that's still a thing like the tiny bag. But then like a lot of girls like the big oversized oversized bags. So like last year I was getting all small Telfar bags into the shop, like the mini one, the smallest one. Yeah. And then girls started asking for the mediums. And now people come in and they want the large. They want the big ones. So like I guess it's just like preference like what you want to rock every day me personally the small bags are just kind of too small unless i'm going to the club which i rarely do like i kind of want something that can fit my phone you know other things in it besides just like 
lip gloss yeah no definitely i definitely see a lot of people going like i remember people were asking for like the smaller bags overall and now i see people getting more back into the big bags the satchel bags you know a lot of people are in school so you know you can fit your laptop books mm -hmm. everything you need for the day um even a gym bag you know what i mean you have a lot of stuff that you would put in your bag to go to the gym so i definitely see like the bigger bags like being more high demand right now now as far as like obviously telfar it's trendy every it's popping everybody likes it a lot of people have telfar bags what are like some other high demand like brands or bags right now overall not not necessarily like high-end designer but just like in between that 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 price point that you know is kind of affordable for the average shopper um i don't know i i feel like other like branded bags are just like the type of like the style yeah, like like other other brands that you that you would say are like popular trendy right now we're going into like end of winter we're approaching into spring so like what type of bags obviously the telfar is like standard right now but like what other brands or bags um that that you think are going to be popping um I really like, and it's a black designer, and I hope I get his name right, um, the Yaito bags, which okay. it looks like a bandana, and then you, like, twist it, and it, like, they make two types. They make one that, like, you put the one handle into the other, and it's, like, a little, like, handbag, and then he also makes side bags. And, like, every, like, week or every, like, two weeks, they'll come out, like, with a different color, and those are really, really popular, and, you know, I'm all for, like, black-owned brands, so... No, definitely. I definitely seen those. I think it was another brand, um, Blackwood. You was telling oh, me Brandon, about. Oh, Brandon. Yeah, they were at Complex when we were there, and okay. um, I've I been went, seeing his bags around too. Yeah, I went to his booth. Oh my God, his booth was so fire. If you went to Complex, LA, it was so fire. He had like, he was like kind of close to the round two booth up front when you could first come in, and it, he had like a almost like a jungle theme. So like, I walked in. First of all, I played a game to like try to win a free bag. That was dope. And then he had like a jungle theme. So it was like real dark. And like he had like these like big like fake like artificial trees. And like all the bags were like hidden in it. It was really, really nice. And That's crazy. His bags are fire. Like his bags like and they're not cheap either. Like I've seen some for like 800. So like his bags are really, really nice. That's crazy. So. Another, I want to switch switch subjects just a little bit. So obviously, like Flight Girl's been around, um, been doing your thing for a minute now, killing it, you know, with female fashion. As far as like the shows, you do a ton of expos. You know, I see you all. All we go all over the place: Atlanta, L.A., Denver, Miami. You name it. You know, we've been there. We've done pop ups, all types of stuff. So, how do you feel like that market? As far as like whether it's a complex con or a thrift con or a Philly vintage flea, how do you feel like the females? How do you feel like the female market is for girls? You know, vending and, and coming to shows with their brands. How do you feel like that market is? I think it's growing. Like when we first did ThriftCon, what year was that? Probably like our first one ever. Our first one was during COVID, so like nineteen or twenty nineteen or but that was early shopping, right? Yeah, that was shopping. What was the first year that we actually like vended? Like the girls, the flight girls. Um, I think Houston. Oh, Houston, yeah. Houston was the first ThriftCon we did for just the flight girls, and we did a setup, and it was crazy. And I could count probably on one hand how many um, 
women set up with their pieces one hand and now we just did what philly yeah and there's so there's so many women doing you know clothing whether it's y2k or a couple like upcycling pieces um just different stuff but i think it it has grown since like when i first did houston and houston was crazy we damn near sold out um but houston was i really really like that that city um, I definitely would do it again, but I think it's just grown. Like we've gone to LA, like I could count on probably one hand, how many women set up. Yeah. Um, but like each time they do a thrift con, it's just more and more and more girls doing it, which I love. Cause like, you know, the guys like kind of dominate it, but I feel like the girls are like taking over now. Nah, definitely. Houston was definitely, I seen a good amount of females, but I would say like Atlanta, like oh, yeah. it was, I would, I would say it was probably even 50, 50, yeah. you know, male and female, you know, vendors with, with different brands, different styles. Like you said, um, um, obviously y Y2K stuff, um, rework stuff, uh, all types of stuff. So it's definitely good to see, you know, the females getting in and getting out there and doing the shows more. Um, I definitely love that for the, for the game overall. And I feel like their booths are like, like massive, like. The girls go out like with their setups and stuff like the guys yeah. do their thing too but like the girls like we come with it especially like me you know i like like everything fight girls fight girls pink pink purple like definitely you have to like set it up that way because girls will feel like they're like in their closet like that's how you want to make a girl feel like when she's shopping yeah me and tyler was talking about that briefly we were talking about how like when we go to shows like the booths it needs to be more of like like an expo like expedition um installation kind of setting like mm -hmm. at complex con where it's more interactive and not just you know based on making a purchase but like you said girls love to come and see the brand and they want to see you know the merch and, and different stuff like that so i definitely like that vibe of you know vendors and people overall getting more creative with their setups and stuff like that and there's a lot of girls that have their own brand or you know they resell clothes or they're into y2k and they want to set up i would just say take your time and make sure your setup is nice because even if you don't have a lot to offer or whatever you know you're just starting off like just make sure you know all your hangers are going one way you know your your clothes are straight and like those things matter in the final purchase i feel like definitely not definitely the 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 presentation is is a big part of you know vending and doing shows i feel like we've overall. always been big on that like if we set up even the, like a co-ed like guys and girls set up like we want to make sure that it's nice and neat like because our store is always nice and neat so we yeah. want to make sure we're bringing our store to a show we want to make it look super nice and clean and organized not nah, definitely presentation you know neatness it's a representation of you and what you got going on in your brand so you want people to see that you know you take you're taking what you do serious you mm -hmm. know what i mean so the look of your booth and, and how you present it is definitely definitely important so we got some questions um we got some questions out there that the people want to know um i'll start let me see which one to start with we already kind of answered how flight girls started um the next question do you ever run into like creative roadblocks with the brand every day talk about that a little bit every day because it's like you can make the most creative thing and like it'll go viral or whatever people will like send it to their friends and they'll come in and buy it but then it's like what's next like i see a lot of people on tiktok like make things 
and then they just keep making it and keep making it and keep making it. it's like come up with something else like my first like viral video on tiktok was during um covid and we couldn't go anywhere so i did this like denim skirt with the matching bra denim and it got like 300k and people were like oh how can i buy this how can i buy this but then it's like if i stuck with just that one look it's like okay what's next you know what i mean yeah. so i'm always like like even now like it's like what's next what am i going to do for a spring like i don't want to keep repeating the same thing because then people get bored yeah people's attention spans definitely like short so you definitely want to you know you're very good at switching up the styles and 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 offering different things and doing um doing like collections and, and mm -hmm. that sort of thing and different drops um let me see what else we got for questions so another question somebody asked is how important is content and social media to your brand it's everything content is everything because it's like i can make 50 designs in my room just me and my sewing machine but if i don't put it out there who's going to see it yeah. like you have to make content like like almost every day almost like not every day but just like a couple times throughout during the week because like people just people get bored and they want to see like what's next what's next what's next yeah that's why like i watch like even kylie with her makeup line and stuff like she's always coming out with a different like look like she'll do like for christmas she'll do like the grinch one or she'll do valentine's day look like you have to keep coming and and just i don't know you just have to keep putting it out there and to, and it's gonna it's gonna eventually pay off definitely for for like for the females out there that like you you were saying that are like just starting just getting started trying to get into the game trying to figure out you know how they want to promote and how they want to market their brand what are like some some early steps that you would tell them as far as like content and social media is concerned what would you like tell them like different things that they could focus on you know that you did that helped bring up flight girls um i see a lot of girls like they have great ideas but they'll stop. Like, I don't understand. Like, I really do not understand. Like, girls will, you know, make up, I don't know, come up with a, with a lip gloss line. Or they'll come up with, I don't know, something new. And it's like, keep going. Yeah. It's like, stop stopping. Yeah. Like, because when you stop, it's like, well, why did you start? You know what I mean? If I stop with flight girls and, like, all of that, like, hard work and, like, exposure, like, it just goes out the window. So I would just say, like, just keep being consistent. And it's repetitive, but you have to be consistent. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Consistency is definitely key. You know, if you start something and, you know, you believe in it and you're trying to see it grow, a lot of people want to see those quick results. You know, with Instagram and social media nowadays, you see somebody make one post and then they're on. And so everybody else thinks like, oh, well, I've been posting TikToks and Reels and it's just not going up. But you got to keep going, whether you get in two likes or 10,000 likes, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? You have to stay consistent because when people see your consistency, then they're like, oh, okay. They start, you know, interacting and they're more interested in what you got going on. So that's definitely a and good point. And another thing to add to that is don't let likes and like views get to your head. Yeah. Because remember like, I'm sometimes like I'll make a video. It's like, well, why didn't that go higher? It's like, it doesn't matter people are watching regardless yeah people are people are watching like they might they may not like congratulate you or they may not say anything 
but they are watching. Nah, definitely. And I think I think a big uh, misconception with like views and likes, especially with brands and clothing, whatever you're you know selling or whatever you're doing with your business, is that people are looking for those likes. But those likes and views, what's the conversion? <laughs> like, are, are people going to your site and selling? Are people coming to your store? You know what I mean? Are people are people actually interacting and, you know, supporting your, your brand? I mean, you can have you can have a million likes, but I mean, if you don't make, you know, money, then what you know, I mean, I don't want to make it seem like money is the basis. But it's like if you're running a business, I mean, you want traction in your business. If so. a business is what you're aiming towards. Some people just want the attention. Yeah. So if you are. If you start something, like, what is your goal? Like, is it to just get all the followers in the world? Because it's like, I have friends in L.A. that have, I know people with, like, 500K, but they don't have $500. It's like, yeah. what is, like, your goal? You know yeah. what I mean? What what is it the followers? Is it the eyes? Or is it the is it to make a living off of what you love to do? Nah, definitely, definitely. And like monetizing is so big now. Like if you're on social media, I feel like whether you want to or not, everybody's goal is kind of geared towards monetize. How can how can this generate, you know, some type of money overall, whether it's like your personal page, a business page, you know, if you're a personality or whatever, I feel like people underestimate monetize like if you're on here if you're on social media you're putting the effort out there you're doing reels tiktoks all that you know you definitely want to continue to elevate yourself so that you can monetize that for you and make sure that you love it don't just get into something just because it's hot like i see so many people i hate to be like repetitive but like so many girls start things and they just don't finish it yeah. I'm like why why didn't you started it and you were so good at it but you just stopped because what you got five likes and you don't like that so now you're mad so now you're gonna stop yeah like no just keep going yeah definitely keep going guys don't let you know likes and comments and you know a, a lot of stuff that's on social media isn't real so you know do it for yourself all of it do it for <laughs> do it for you know what you're trying to do it for don't do it for you know recognition or you know f to get noticed or anything like that because that's not really what it's about i think we have one more question um from our list here how do how can girls become a flight girl ambassador um i feel like i've been asked this since i started and i haven't really put together like a concept and and something that i want to execute on um i want to make sure it's genuine because I feel like a lot of girls will ask that and then it's like, I've never seen you come in here. I've never seen you like even, you know, you got to really love the brand. Like there's girls that come in here or, or they don't even live in Connecticut and they'll just like, like they'll buy and they'll make videos without even like an, me asking, like, do you really love the brand? Like that's yeah. what ambassadors should be, not just to receive free clothes. So I'm trying to think of, I'm in the process right now of trying to think of how I want to put it together so that like I know for sure like you know you love the brand you you are a flight girl like you really rep you know what I'm sending you and not just yeah. like free clothes. 
Yeah, no, nah, I feel you. Yeah, definitely. If like ambassadors overall, whether it's, you know, flight girls or other brands, you kind of have to be, it has to be real. It has mm -hmm. to be organic. It can't be forced like, oh, I want to get my picture posted on their page or whatever the case may be. It has to be like, no, like I really fuck with their stuff. I, I fuck with, you know, the person, the owner, what they have going on, what the brand represents, you know, things like that. It just has to be like real and organic. And, you know, definitely people feel like, like, oh, well, oh, I, I don't come into the shop or I didn't make a purchase. But if you rep in the brand and you believe in the brand, like us as the owners, we're going to see that. So we're going to know, you know, the real versus, you know, what what's fake, what's staged or whatever. So, you know, that goes for if, you, if you're trying to be an ambassador with us or any type of other brand out there. Definitely, you know, it got to be real. It got to be organic. Now, I want to I want to switch gears a little bit. I see that that hoodie, that hoodie's fire. That hoodie's looking fire. Flight Girls hoodie. What's going on with, with, with Flight Girls merch? You know, a lot of people have been asking. You know, we drop, you know, different little merch here. We drop socks. We drop, you know, um, five-year anniversary tea. We drop some trucker hats. But 2023, what, you know, how's Flight Girls coming? How are you coming with the merch? I think we need to, we need to come because, like, girls want, besides vintage, if you take out vintage, if you take away all these, like, crazy t-shirts if you take away all the cool crop sweatshirts what do you have you just like what do you have so that's what we have this is our name like we we go state to state we rep it so flight girls we're trying to come heavy with our own you know our own entity this is flight girls like people know that name you know what i mean so i think we just got to come heavy like i'm trying to like you said like get into more of the brand yeah and not just Oh, here's a Y2K shirt. Oh, here's a crop sweatshirt. Yeah. So, like I said, this hoodie is the most comfortable hoodie I have ever put on, ever. I'm not just saying that. Like, it's really, really soft. And I can see girls wearing this to the gym. I can see them, you know, with a pair of leggings like I have on and going to the grocery store. So, like, I just want to focus on the name Flight Girls and um like i said hoodies t-shirts sports bras like you name it like i mean we already do our things with the trucker hats those do very well for us but like we want to just come heavier yeah now nah, we're definitely we're definitely putting together like a major you know spring summer collection for for the guys and girls with the brand and um we've been hearing people's requests people have been you know asking us saying hey when you're gonna do merch when you're gonna do more merch so we definitely cooking up um a huge collection for that um i think i want to end it off with with one thing i want you to tell the people from a female perspective female boss entrepreneur um you know personality somebody that's trying to build themselves up and either make themselves a brand build their own brand or their own business what's what's three three things of advice that you can give a female specifically in any you know any genre any type of lane about you know being your own boss what's three things you can give them Number one, don't be scared. So in 2017, when we started our page, Flight Vintage, how many people would message us and be like, hey, bro, hey, man, what's up? Can I get this? Can I buy this? And it's like, this is a woman-owned store as well as a guy store. So like, vintage is predominantly like a lot of guys are into it. So they just think, oh, a girl can't run this store. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, just... Go into whatever field you're going into it, knowing that you're just as good as anybody else. You know what I mean? Um, 
So that's just that's the first thing. Um, number two, consistency. It's so repetitive, but it's like it's so simple. Just be consistent. Like, yeah, don't start something and not finish it. Like, just keep going. If you don't have enough money, if you don't have enough followers, if you don't have, I don't care what you don't have. Just keep being consistent because that is going to get you there. I'm not saying it's going to get you there in a year. I'm not saying it's going to get you there in two years. It may take four or five good years. Like, look at us. Yeah. Like, you know, we really grinded and, and stuck with our plan. Like, no, we're going to be the only guys and girls vintage clothing store, 80s and 90s vintage store in Connecticut. And that's what we said we was going to do. And we're doing it. Yeah. So um, just be consistent with everything yeah, and i think another part just to add on to the consistency is that like make it as simple as possible for yourself take it one day at a time take it one task at a time i think a lot of people you know that they, they they see the end goal they, they see the results they see you know the followers and all that on the gram and tiktok and they think that it's supposed to happen like you said quick mm -hmm. it may take two three four five years but take it one day at a time each day when you wake up you know how can i be great today how can you know i be productive today and i think if if people you know break it down to that simple they can they can focus on that give me one more before we go hmm. i want to make it a good one I'm trying to think um rep your brand I don't care what you're selling. You could be selling empanadas, like rep your brand to the fullest, because if you don't like it and you don't rep it, then no one else is going to like it or rep it, rep it. So yeah. literally like rep your brand to the fullest. If you're, you know, if you're in college right now, pass out flyers, give people your business cards. Like, you know, if you're selling lip gloss, like give your friends free lip gloss for a little bit until they promote it or like you know what i mean like just like push your brand and make sure you have a brand and and it's just not something you made up overnight like make sure it's something you love like i love vintage clothes i love styling i love fashion i love working with girls so like that's what i work on every single day that's a good one that's a good one this was a great episode Amber, glad to have you. Y'all know when y'all come into the shop, Amber's here. I'm here. We're here sometimes. to take care of you. She's here sometimes, like she said. But we're here. You know, we want people to come into the shop and feel like they can talk to us, ask us questions. It's not about selling clothes at the end of the day. Not for us. We do this. We don't do this for money. We do this because we love this. So, you know, definitely um, everybody out there, stay tuned in. Stay locked in. The podcast going to keep coming every Friday. And like I said, let us know. Hit us up in the DMs. Let us know. Now we're going to start getting more guests on. So let us know. If you're a brand out there, store owner whatever hit us up let's come chop up business let's talk game you know let's and i want to see women's businesses too women too men and female it's you know everybody hit us up um engage you know we're trying to we're trying to just you know spit gems give some game give our insight on different things that you know we're into and what we got going on here and um yeah appreciate you catch you next week